Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. My name is Karen Cassian and I'm here with my co-host, Noreen Mitchell, and today we have the pleasure of interviewing Louis Toos. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Louis. Louis. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Louis is the director of the Huntsville Community Choir, and he started the choir in uh, 1989 and went till 1996 and then took a break for a little while and then started again 2016 to the present. There was a break, Louis. What was going on there? I remember- um, Oh, life. (laughs) Like it was, all of us. Yeah. It was just before my uh, my third child was born. And uh, yeah, it was taking a lot of time. Okay. Because I, I had a day job at the same time. I remember. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your day job. Oh, I was uh, a music teacher at Huntsville High School. For 30 years. 30 okay. years. Yes. Yeah. How was that? It was a good gig. Mm-hmm. We had a good thing going. And uh, I, it's, I'm pleased to say that uh, Benji Jordan's carrying the torch forward. Yeah. St- still good music happening in Huntsville. You retired in 2018. That's right. And yeah, I know you filled your life, right? You don't really miss it too much. Well, I, I, I had great positive relationships with all kinds of uh, um, uh, adults and kids through that. Great experiences. Um, and uh, there was a, that sense of serving the, the, the school community and serving the broader community the whole time. Uh, after retirement, um, I'm, still, I'm still doing stuff out there. I'm... I'm active in, in uh, all kinds of social things, church stuff. Well, as a member of your choir, I'm really glad that you're, you're there. <laughs> you're a fabulous teacher. And um, yeah, you have a, we have a concert coming up. We have a concert, yeah. December, what, is, what did we say, 8 and eight, 9? Eight yeah, it's so a Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, both concerts at 7 p.m. at uh, Trinity United Church. Songs for a winter's night. Yes. Yeah, Songs it's going for, to be great. Yes, it's going to be a Christmas program. We've got a couple of other... Um, not specifically Christmas things like, for instance, that Gordon Lightfoot song, Song for a Winter's Night. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was thinking it sounded familiar, the title. (laughs) And and there's two concerts this year and last year there were three. How does that work? Oh, in, in, over the season. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a decision by the, um, the choir's executive. I I don't make that particular decision. Okay. It's an, but it's not an alternating thing. It's just that one time that you have. Or you don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't think it's a fixed thing. It okay. was just sort of a decision that the the, the choir executive okay. made just uh, just to perhaps see how the how the the season would go. I mean, the, the choir starts at the beginning of September um, usually and goes to sometime in the springtime. You know, mm-hmm. whether that final concert would be in May or or June, I, I think it just had it had to do with uh, when we could get the facilities booked like a, a mm-hmm. venue to do a concert. And we've moved around a lot in different facilities. I like the one we're at now. We're at Trinity United Church and in the sanctuary. Yeah, last sanctuary. time you were here, I think you were at the Baptist Church, Riverside Baptist. Oh, yes, yes. Now, now we had, um, we had been at the high school main music room mm-hmm. for years and years. And, um, and then things changed with the school board's policies and, and the prices. Um, and again, uh, we're, a, we're just a community organization, a community choir Dues are pretty pretty modest mm-hmm. as they go, and the ticket prices aren't huge. Um, and uh, it w- we kind of got priced out of the high school. 
Okay. And so we were looking for uh, other places. Yeah, we were at uh, Riverside Baptist, and and they were very reasonable, very good, good to us. Um, little difficulty where we would sit, you know, trying to get close to their piano. And mm-hmm. Having a good piano for a choir is really important. I was going to say, Kyunga Lee, you made her very happy coming back to Trinity United. Yes, yes. What, what would, what's and your opinion on the acoustics there? I hear so many things. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love them. I, I think it's the best acoustical environment mm-hmm. uh, in this part of central Ontario. I mean, wow. there, there are some other places in Aurelia and Barrie that that uh, that are quite good, but there, it's excellent acoustics for um, um, for live performance that's unamplified. You know, I mean, it, the the Algonquin Theater is great for amplified music. I mean, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. you know we do a do a rock band show or a blues review or something like that where everything is miked, but let's say you go to um, to see a, a Broadway musical at the Algonquin Theater, everybody has to be wearing a body mic. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they're not heard. The, the place wasn't designed for acoustic music. It was designed for amplified music. Mm-hmm. I hear lots of people say and and choose to perform there. Hoxley Workman has performed there for because mm-hmm. he likes the acoustics. Yeah, yeah. And it's I, I I absolutely love the Algonquin Theater. I love it. It's it was done right, mm-hmm. and there was this beautiful commitment to to providing um, all, the infrastructure, the the sound system, the lighting. Um, there were, uh, I was part of the, a committee that, uh, Karen, um, Terziano convened, uh, way back in the day before they started building the theater. Um, uh, she gathered a, b- a bunch of us who were involved in the arts community to say, well, we're going to build a theater. We have to decide how big it's going to be, how many seats and what are we going to put inside it? And, um, and there were varied responses. The Huntsville Festival of the Arts wanted a 1000 plus seat theater. Really? Because they had great ambitions of mm-hmm. you know, being a, a, like a summer home for a symphony orchestra. You mm-hmm. had to have a big stage for a symphony orchestra. You had to have lots of seatings. You have lots of people to buy tickets to afford mm-hmm. a symphony orchestra. Um, and on the other hand, then we had some other people who were used to little theater of, you know, say 100, 125 seats. And they said, no, let's just build that. Um, and uh, uh, I had... My my vote went sort of you know closer to 500 seats, uh, based on some theaters that I'd been in before, where you could do live theater, like where where the Rotary shows, the Broadway shows, mm-hmm. could be put on successfully. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the size theater that a Huntsville High School production could uh, could fill reasonably. It has done I, I so. Love, yeah, <laughs> it's 400 seats, and there's not a bad seat in the in the. Exactly. Yeah. It, exactly. It's a great theater. I love it too. And and the wing space that got to say the Reen Case Theater does not have mm-hmm. the the pit the orchestra pit that the Case Theater has does not have. Now the orchestra pit cost a lot of money when we were talking, but it was like adding another. I, I I'm I'm pulling this off the top of my head, but it was something like it's going to be another hundred twenty thousand dollars. And we didn't feel like we had that money in the, the town budget at the time, but we went ahead and, and put the, the pit. That's forward thinking. It often doesn't happen. And we use that pit and it's mm-hmm. a wonderful space. I can tell you that um, dozens of my former high school students who played in pit orchestras for shows over those years um, had some special, special musical moments in that pit, got the sense of, of professionalism. Um, even though they were out of sight for the audience, they knew they were fulfilling this professional role. And it, it honestly 
uh, help to form a foundation for their own professional music careers. There's something That's magical great. about live music during a performance. I, I love ballet mm-hmm. and for that I really mm-hmm. I credit the fact that I went to professional yeah. uh, you know, performances that included live music. Like Absolutely. That. Yeah. But Is getting, it hot getting, in the pit? Uh, I always wanted to know that. <laughs> no, it, it neither. No, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's perfectly climate controlled. Okay. It's I, great. I just want to get back to the community yeah. choir for a minute. <laughs> yes. And, and kudos to Karen Truziano. Thank you, Karen, for building yes. us a wonderful theater. And um, honest, honestly, uh, uh, Hugh McKenzie was mayor at the time. Okay. Thanks, you know. Hugh. <laughs> um, Louis, what are the advantages and disadvantages of a, a non-additioned uh, community choir? Oh, okay. Well, the choir, I mean, the community choir has this mandate to bring music to everybody. So yeah, it's non-auditioned um, and it, it, it requires some, some patience and skill to, to help people who are um, amateurs who might, all, might be self-conscious about their level of, perf- uh, of performing ability to feel, to, in, to increase their comfort level and to venture out and try forms and styles of music that, are, um, that they're not yet accustomed to. But I think we do a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like last year when we did the uh, Schubert Mass in, or uh, Mass in G, it was uh, it was stunning. Uh, this was with um, uh, the uh, Huntsville String Quartet. Um, that, that was earlier this year. In that the, was in the spring. spring. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a and great say, quartet. And you, you said that other choirs. Uh, approached you after after doing that. Tell us about that. <laughs> oh well, word got out, of course. Um, yeah, and then and so now, um, and that has brought up something else I can uh, I can mention on the on the air. Um, so there's a great organization in Perry Sound, the Whispering River Orchestra, and uh, it's a mix of uh, professionals and amateurs. They have an orchestra. They have a mm, what their leader uh, Brenda Muller describes as sort of a fledgling choir, but it's, it's, it, they're it's going, it's a going thing. And they're doing, uh, I'm helping them out, uh, with, uh, Handel's Messiah next wow. month. And, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, word got out. Yeah. Huntsville's got this thing going. A few of their people came to Huntsville to listen to us and they were very impressed with the quality of the performance of our singers. Well, I wasn't in the choir at the time and I was impressed too. <laughs> I was in the audience. We're going to take a short break now and we're going to come back and hear more about the Huntsville Community Choir. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us. I'm Karen Cassian here with my co-host, Noreen Mitchell, and we're interviewing Louis Tous, who's the uh, choral director for the Huntsville Community Choir. And we were talking about other choirs approaching our choir now because we're doing such an amazing job. Did you say <laughs> something about um, the Almagwin Choir? Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I just did a little bit of work with them uh, last winter when their director uh, Gloria, Gloria Kidd. She's, she's amazing. Yeah, too. she's a she's mm-hmm. a great and she's a former director of the Huntsville mm-hmm. Community Choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, she and I studied choral conducting under the same uh, professor at University of Western Ontario. Different times, different mm-hmm. years, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we come from the same choral tradition. Um, we've got uh, complementary um, priorities, I think. Mm-hmm. So did she approach 
Well, and this last yeah. uh, thing I was just filling in when she was uh, away on a holiday and I worked with her singers and that was, that was a great uh, pleasure for me mm-hmm. to do that, to, to hear other singers, to, to see, to, to, to get a feel for their own, their, their styles mm-hmm. and, and their, their production that year was, was substantially different than what we would do. I mean, we, I, we don't ever do choreography and they had choreography and costumes and they had a, a little jazz quartet as their uh, accompaniment for this particular show that they were doing. And it was a lot of fun. So great to have so many choirs, isn't it? Yeah. When you go to another place, a venue as a group, or maybe as parts of your group of uh, Huntsville Community Choir, do you have a repertoire that's different from your own repertoire? Or do you have to learn new things to go to elsewhere? um, Yes. I mean, the the thing is that the repertoire that the Huntsville Community Choir does is stuff that we happen to have in our libraries or stuff that a priority of mine and I, I do some of my uh, some arranging of music for uh, for the choir too. When I can't find suitable materials affordably uh, in, in a retail market, um, my just spending some time with the Almagwin Choral Society was it was Gloria's program. She chose the music and and all the rest, and I, I was just there to to facilitate. Uh, similarly, um, for the last several weeks, I've been working with this group in Perry Sound, uh, preparing for the Handel's Messiah. Um, and, uh, I'm the rehearsal conductor. Um, but the music, I mean, the, the requirements of the music are determined really by Handel you know, 300 <laughs> <Sure>. years ago. <laughs> um, and, and so, uh, how about, um, looking ahead to the spring concert, do you well in advance know what the theme is or, or I, what songs you're going to Yeah, it's, it, I find that the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I am thinking, I'm looking at materials to do and, uh, um, and trying to choose uh, here's the challenge. Try to choose stuff that's satisfying for singers, satisfying for an audience mm-hmm. that has some variety. So we're not doing the same old thing every year. Um, and so- uh, we're, Does it we're, also depend on the composition of the choir that you have? Absolutely. Like how many sopranos? Like right now we have a lot of men, which is yes. wonderful. Oh, oh mm-hmm. yes. And mm-hmm. if there are other men listening to this program, consider singing mm-hmm. with, the, with the choir. <laughs> it you, makes you'll enjoy such a it. difference, doesn't it? To yeah. hear those wonderful voices. Yeah, it's absolutely, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, um, I- and getting to know who's in the choir and what their preferences are. Um, I mean, you know, I've had, I've taken some flack sometimes in past years for having too much hardcore serious stuff and not enough fluff. And then, you know, two years later, I do a little more, you know, fluff, fluff <laughs> and they want more hardcore. Um, sometimes it's too much sacred, too much secular. Um, somebody won't sing a particular song because it mentions that, you know, uh, a person got drunk and was thrown in jail in the lyrics. They said, well, I can't abide by that. Or a black fly. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah, say right. that last year, my son and my husband and I uh, went to the Christmas concert by Huntsville Community Choir. We really enjoyed the, the Norwegian composer's works that oh, you yes. had talked about yeah. before. Ola Yelo. And the French carols and the twist on the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> so there was our, our faves and that was a broad range already. Yeah, yeah. And, and we try to strike that as, as often as we can. Um, yeah. So any, any, um, can you share the spring concert theme at all? Um, I'm selecting some things that are in a, um, a gospel and spiritual Ooh. side. Oh, I yeah. like that. And I, I like that material because it usually, the, the, the writers and arrangers of that music are really looking at what can the human voice do to express, um, ideas that go beyond just our, you know, our base needs and desires and wants, you know, and it's not just, there's nothing silly about them. 
I, I have a question about your accompanist. I think Karen mentioned it, Kiang Ali. Um, so Christine Knight was your long time yeah. one and has moved on, I guess. Um, I want to know whether the accompanist, the pianist gets the music ahead of the choir. I try to. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, let's say it's September startup. Um, I, I will have the music. I, I try to have the music ready a couple of weeks before the choir gets together. But like, you know, we, we've just said before, uh, uh, sometimes you don't know what's going to work with the people who show up. I, I, teaching was like that too. You, 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 you have to change. I, I, yeah, I can have a curriculum, but I have to see who walks through that door in September to see what their needs are, wh- where they're at. And I can only meet a student where he or she is at. I can only meet a community choir where they're at. And I, I can't you, know you that. You do change the music as we're going through rehearsals, don't you? You've, I'm you've guilty taken, of that, yes. <laughs> yeah, you take some out and add a few more. And, and, uh, and Karen was mentioning to me that outside of the rehearsals with the accompanist, they have the opportunity to have the CDs that they can borrow and, mm-hmm. and if, practice if, with. If I'm on the ball, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, this year you are, apparently. <laughs> well, here's the yeah. technological thing. I mean, we're, we're talking technology with putting this radio program together, right? Um, I, I use a Google Drive to share the MP3 files of the music, and I have to create uh, CD, uh, like recordings of every song we do with, for instance, the alto part mm-hmm. isolated and uh, emphasized work, so that the it? altos can learn their parts in the context of all the other stuff. Yeah, so every song has to be created at least four times over. And then release to the singers. And then we've got, because broad ranges of people, my 84-year-old mother is in the choir and she has difficulty um, clicking a button on her computer to get the file up. So she wants the actual physical CD burnt for her. So do I, because I can put it in my car when I'm driving. Right. (laughs) As choir director, what are your chief responsibilities? I think you've alluded to them. You selection of the music and and teaching. Uh, um, Is there an administrative component to the Huntsville Choir? Thankfully, no. Oh. Um, we have a really wonderful um, executive board. I would, takes I would have care to agree. Of of I'm impressed with, yeah. with the board we have now. They are so good. And the communication people, yeah. They're, yeah. they're all great. Yeah. Maureen Wilson's our, uh, our current uh, president. We've got uh, Brian Bell handling business things. We've got Paul Sass, who has been so, so central yeah. to, and to keeping the entire organization, uh, you know, they're the con- there's a constitution that they follow. This is not fly by night. This is this is rock solid. It's Kathy Rayner. She's the communication. And, yes, yeah. exactly. And you have she's, a treasurer. She's really yep. good. Yep. And, yeah. and they and they comply with all of the things that uh, Revenue Canada sets out for charitable organizations, mm-hmm. and they're very strict. Mm-hmm. That's great. You're in your 2023 to 2024 season. You've talked about the Christmas concert. And coming up, there will be a spring concert. But around Christmas, you have other things happening too. Oh, the sing-outs, yes. yes. Yeah, we've, we've, we're going to make a, a couple of uh, small appearances at some uh, retirement residences. We've got the, uh, the, the Santa Claus train. Um, what, the portage what night flyer. Is that? Yeah, the portage 20, the flyer. Twenty third. Yeah. Yeah. That that's going to be that's always fun. We we freeze, but <laughs> but it's all uh, so much fun. And another years, there's been an ecumenical Advent carol service. Is that happening? We did that once, and I was just talking with uh, with Jan Sarek yesterday about that. Uh, Jan is a, a, a at uh, St. Mary's. He's in our choir. Great bass singer. Um, we ha- don't have that planned. Mm-hmm. But you have something else. I have, uh, yes, a an Advent choral evensong at uh, All Saints Anglican Church. That's on December 3rd at 4 o'clock. It's a Sunday. 
uh, four o'clock. And even song service is like a, it's a service that doesn't have communion, all that stuff, but it, it actually is a, a formally structured church service, but everything is sung and it's based on um, 15th century chants and uh, some a little more recently as in, you know, maybe hundred to 200 year old uh, pieces of music, some Rafe Vaughn Williams, um, some, uh, some things that you, we, we would have seen in churches 50 to a hundred years ago that we hardly ever see anymore. But, uh, and Who's the singers, that, Louis? well, uh, we, we, we have at times in the past called ourselves the loft singers. Oh, I, yes. Yeah. I so, so we've got some great singers. Um, Therese Stevens, she's also the yes, alternative. Yes, is in it, in, in it uh, this go round. Okay. Uh, but we've got uh, Mary uh, Rashley, um, and Mary's not in it this time around either. A whole new got to go bunch again. Of <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in it. Okay. All right. uh, yeah, <laughs> Sheila Davis. You know, okay. Sheila Davis. She's got a wonderful great, great voice. soprano voice. Ruth Cassie, mm-hmm. um, uh, Phil Moorhead, who's a retired uh, um, head of music of the Chicago Lyric Opera. Wow. He's he's our organist this go this go round. Well, I want to go to that. Kip Daynard, tenor. Oh, he's he's yeah. got a nice voice. Ron Jewell, who's new to town. He's a he's a great great singer. He used to sing with the Toronto Mendelssohn Choir. He sings with the um, the Aurelia Cellar uh, um, singers. Well, I've been before, so it's time to go back. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's the same format, but will be completely different with all these different yes. people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, you're busy conducting the choir and doing these other things. Have you have any time to do some composing? I'm working at it. I have a studio in my house uh, and it's, it's a recording, but it's mostly writing and arranging. So yes, I, I'm working at stuff like that. I am looking forward to a cold winter where I feel like I don't want to do anything but nestle myself into my studio and, and, uh, and express Emote through a pencil and through a computer. Has, has mouse. the choir performed your your works? Um, arrangements, no, nothing, yeah. uh, nothing that's an original composition. Um, I one of the things I did last spring, uh, we had an original um, piece of music by um, uh, by Bessie Grimes, oh, and I, yes. I arranged uh, for her. She she came up with the the tune, and I arranged mm-hmm. it for the choir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Louis, thank you for joining us. And we look forward to, uh, well, I'm going to be in the Christmas uh, concert, but Songs for a Winter's Night. Look for that on uh, social media, on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And we should ask you before we let you go about how people can join. Oh, yes. Show up. Uh, We rehearse Tuesdays at uh, seven o'clock at Trinity United Church in the sanctuary. Where the, where the grand piano is. And all are welcome. If you love music, you like to sing. Is it over 18? Or even oh, any age. if you were six years old and you can carry a tune, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And and you can come if you're 106, no problem. Um, and yeah, and and you can join mid season, no problem at all. That's great. Well, thanks again, Louis. You're very yeah, welcome. Thanks, thanks very much. I, I love because I'm not musical. I don't think I'm musical. I know you said before that anyone can be a singer as long as they have can discern pitch. Anyway, <laughs> I remember that. But anyway, thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. So a few things, Noreen, happening in the performing world in Huntsville. The PA Day Fantasy Adventure Camp is happening, I think, at the HFA studio for six-year-olds to 12-year-olds, November 17th, uh, and that's from 9 to 4.30. It's Okay to Be Different, Stories by Todd Parr. It's happening November 20th at the Algonquin Theatre at 10.30 a.m. Susan Aglukark is coming to the Algonquin Theatre December 1st at 7.30 
Uh, a Christmas Carol is happening December 23rd at 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. at the Algonquin Theater. Uh, the Huntsville Theater Company is putting on Once Upon a Hero at the library November 18th from 1 to 3. And finally, Stocking Stuffer Showcase uh, is at Music on Main November 25th at 7.30. How about the visual arts? Well, I didn't get a chance to say much last week, so I'm going to try and catch up. (laughs) The deadline for the Huntsville Arts Society to apply for a 2024 show in Partners Hall has been extended to November 29th. Mm -hmm. Also, the Huntsville Arts Society members are being asked to submit work for the Canada Summit Centre. The deadline for that is December 13th, and that runs for three months from January to Beginning of April. (laughs) And um, the call for submissions has gone out too for new members group show. We, We had this last year called Let Us Introduce You. And it just means if you haven't shown your work in Partners Hall before, and the deadline for that is January 5th. And it will take place in February. And so uh, currently on in Partners Hall is a really beautiful exhibition of work by Tom Clark, who you know, mm-hmm. Louis, and he's in the, the choir. Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Muskoka on my mind. And he, that's along with Sylvia Kershaw. So the two of them have come together, a watercolorist and a oil and acrylic painter. And they have beautiful nature and landscape paintings. Huntsville Art Society ha- is at the Huntsville Public Library, too, with the works of Brenda Turner. And that's on for November and December. And Brenda is in charge, actually, of the Summit Center um, show. Show that will, yeah. exhibition will that will be there. Uh, Huntsville, Huntsville is showing the works of Pat Whittle. Uh, that is Pat is a, also a member of the Huntsville Art Society, and she's there for November and December. Some lovely works. I can see some examples here coming up in Algonquin Theater as Partner Hall, December fourth to January twelfth. Is Tiffany Monk, and she's a, a, a artist that's done many different things, and she's gone uh, perform. Uh, I'm sorry, an exhibition called Such Small Things. It's mostly beadworks. Muskoka Arts and Crafts, I want to tell you about their Christmas event. It's called the Holiday Market, and it's in the Chapel Gallery, 10 juried artists, and it's the 25th of November, 12 to 7, 26th of November, 11 to 4. So much happening. And it? Sunday, the November uh, 27th, 11 to 4. And the last, place, the last thing I want to mention was NASA, because they have some wonderful installations. This is the Sound Arts, uh, New Adventures in Sound Art up in South River. And they're having their sound play exhibition, um, exhibitions on this part of the sound play festival. And they're using old technology, like old telephones, and um, that's called old telephone. And there's borderline South River. This is counter mapping through sonic geographies, whatever that is. A, a critical map, make, map making project that uses sound to eliminate social and economic differences. And they're doing that for South River. But the one I want to really point out is to uh, this Edmonton artist Kelly Ruth is coming on the weekend of December 7th to 9th. It'll be a busy weekend. And uh, she's performing at NASA and using the digital world of Second Life. I don't know much about that, but it sounds really fascinating. And everything at New Adventures in Sound Art is fascinating. Mm -hmm. So I I just advise people go up there and and have a look. So on that note, thanks again, Louis Toos, for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. uh, This is Karen Cassian and Noreen Mitchell on Arts R Us signing off. There's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We We are are Muskoka. Muskoka.